0: Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thank you very much, J.M. I hope everybody out there had a very Merry Christmas, as I did. Uh, this is I am D.C. Lundberg, and this is Locked On Mariners, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Built Bar. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program using whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners podcast or any program here on the Locked On Podcast Network or T-L-O-P-N or Tlopn. Also remember to follow us on Twitter at L-O underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at D-C underscore Lundberg. L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G for those of you who are in fact scoring at home mailbag time today ladies and gentlemen and with me to answer the questions is Locked On Mariner's contributor John Miller. John did you have a Merry Christmas?
1: I had a very Merry Christmas thank you for having (laughs) me on DC
0: my Christmas sure was fun I hope everybody else's was This is Wednesday. We're recording this on on December 23rd, so who knows how Christmas actually went. I'm assuming that it probably went okay. Also with us to read the emails is my personal secretary, Clive Braithwaite IV. Clive, how are you today?
2: I am doing quite well, thank you for asking. We have a rather large number of emails, so this is most assuredly going to be a multi-part mailbag. It may very well stretch into three episodes. We'll begin by tying up a loose end from the most recent show on which Jason Hernandez appeared. He answered the following question, but since the show ran so long, and also since he and DC spent almost 7 minutes talking about it, there wasn't time to broadcast his answer. We'll play that conversation now, and it'll be the entire first half of the show. DC and John will address the question in the second half of today's show. Anyway, let's get to it. The question was from Daniel in Republic, Washington, who asked, who is your favorite classic rock band or artist? This is a great question. Um, so I actually have kind of a favorite song that I love, but
3: favorite band? I'm going to go song first, just because I want to put it out there. Crazy Train.
0: I love Crazy Train. Love the intro. <laughs> DC's laughing. I'm not laughing. Um, I'm agreeing. I love the song. Chipper Jones's walk-up music when he was a Brave. So this
3: is kind of like my... Uh, music that I know that a hockey game is going to start because where I work that song is usually played during the intros mm-hmm. Crazy Train it's usually played right before puck drop and what I will do and I think I've told DC this I don't know if I have or not mm-hmm. but I have a specific thing that I do before games Crazy Train starts that first little doo 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 do do doo doo. I I I <laughs> and then you hear this sound effect it's called a vibra slap. So some people in the crowd thought that I was doing like a little like hand gesture, like you know, like pumping my fist, like way to go. No, I would pretend that I'm hitting a vibra slap.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm actually doing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen these things. Oh, I used I used to I used to play in the uh, school orchestra, so I, I know what they look like and I know what. Uh, you but know. favorite
3: band, I mean, I got to go with ACDC. Is Always, always going to be a favorite classic rock band of mine just because they have some of those songs just bangers, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're classic songs. Obviously, played a lot in baseball stadiums. Back in Black, I like a lot. I don't know what your favorite uh, Metallica or ACDC, those are my two favorites Metallica and ACDC. All right, are my two favorite classic rock bands. They got some bangers of songs. Back in Black is probably. Not my favorite when I was a kid, yeah. But I've learned to appreciate it more. So that one now might be considered a favorite song of mine. I got to but... say, Th-
0: "Thunderstruck" is a song that the Mariners used after one of their players hit a home run in the 1990s, and I think it's a great home run song.
3: I do love "Thunderstruck," but I love yes. "Back in Black." You know what other song I really, really like is "Back Hush. in
0: Black." Was used the Mariners used that a lot for walk-up music for various players for decades. I don't think they don't use they don't use old music anymore. They all it's all modern music now. But up until a few years ago, they would use "Back in Black" for a variety of players, and it was a good walk-up song. Well,
3: what else I liked was "Rock and Roll Train." I thought was a fantastic song to use in pretty much any sport, to be honest. So that one I liked a lot. Um, TNT Dynamite. Mm -hmm. How can you not love that song? How can you not? It's impossible that's a banger highway to hell mm-hmm. another cl- see they're just all classic songs one after another after another mm-hmm. after another all classics all the time i could always listen to AC/DC. metallica just has some great songs i mean enter sandman obviously with some yankee i guess he was pretty good right
0: yeah uh bernie williams right bernie williams is a total
3: jazz man and i love him for that
0: but i'll say this at at the hall of fame ceremony when when mo was inducted bernie williams played the inner sandman riff during kind of an intermission because there were a lot of players who were inducted they brought him out to play some of his jazz guitar and he he went into inner sandman uh for a few bars and it was really really cool oh that that was really
3: cool and i did appreciate him doing that oh yeah and this is kind of an underrated answer even though they're well known I like KISS KISS I feel like I could just rock out to at any time no matter what,
0: <laughs> what I have is- seen I have seen them perform and they do a fantastic job I, I have to say I, I'm not the biggest KISS fan I do like some of their songs Eric Carr their second drummer for my money the best hard rock drummer I've ever heard wow that's a bold statement right there hard rock best hard rock drummer that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, he, I mean, no. huge Jar- died way too young. Died way too That's young. That's a take. That's a freaking take right there, man. He could do a lot. I mean, he could I'm do not going to a lot.
3: I'm not going to disagree with you there, but there are some
0: supremely talented drummers out there. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> There's a the a guy who played for uh, Ozzy Osbourne who passed away recently, uh, yeah. named Lee Kerslake, very talented drummer. Uh, also, one of my favorites, but uh, underrated, Aaron, very underrated. Because Lee Kerslake was kind of a, a journeyman type drummer. Uh, Uriah Heep, he played a lot there. Played in Ozzy's band for at least one album. Went on. I I don't know if he played with Ingway Malmsteen or not. I don't think he did. Now that I say that, but he played. Kerslake, super talented drummer. We lost him this year after an illness. And yeah, uh,
3: but he lost, uh, Neil Pert too.
0: Yes. But I wouldn't consider Rush hard rock, so I would separate Curse and Carr from from Van yeah.
3: yeah, although I, I do like Rush too.
0: I will. I I'm not the biggest Rush fan either. I just don't particularly care for prog rock. I will never disparage Rush's talent. It's just not my cup of tea. But they were one of the more supremely talented bands that were out there. And I will. I will. And even even though I'm not a fan of them, I, I will back them up. Yeah, but one
3: one drummer that gets a lot of play. Uh, another band that I love, um, John Bonham.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I I will say, and this is go- this is what can happen when you ask a music question. I hope you're liking this. John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham, had a hard rock band in the uh, in the late '80s, just called Bonham, and yeah. they produced two albums. The first one was called The Disregard of Timekeeping. And it was somewhat Zeppelin-esque, but it was 1989, and this was right at the you know the height of the hair metal movement. Uh-huh. But it was just a, it was more or less, and they had a violin. The, one of their singles had a violin solo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because their I bassist, I, they're, I forget that the bassist's name is not coming to me and I apologize, but he also played keys and violin. So they used violin pretty heavily on that album and in their single guilty instead of a guitar solo, they had a violin solo and it worked. It sounded fantastic and I love it. Wow. We <laughs> got a lot on, on that question. That's a good question. You know, I almost said that I can't believe that John, that Jason and I went so long on that question, but I have, actually have no trouble no trouble believing that whatsoever. We're up at the trivia corner. John and I will answer that question in the second half of the show, but our trivia corner today is a trivia question, and it is a music-type question that relates to baseball. Which former Mariner released a self-title album in 2005 before his stint with the Mariners and then released another album after his stint with the Mariners. I'll tell you who it is after this word from Bet Online. Are you ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code On to receive... Receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at atbetonline_ag to take advantage of the advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code Locked On for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag #BetOnline. The answer to today's uh, trivia question, the former Mariner, who has released two albums, one prior to his stint with the Mariners and one after his stint with the Mariners, he wasn't a Mariner for very long, but it's Ben Broussard. He released his first album while still a member of the Cleveland Indians and released his second album after he retired from baseball. If you've got a question or comment, please submit it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com, and I will reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag episode. Questions and comments on any subject are obviously accepted, and uh, they're encouraged as well. Just keep them appropriate. It's a family show, gang. LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is the place to submit those, and we will return after this word... From Built Bar. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Built Bar, you've heard me say it uh, many, many times already. They are the greatest protein bars in the history of great things. They taste as close to a candy bar as a protein bar can get. They're low in sugar, low in calories, low in carbohydrates. They're gluten free, and the nut free flavors are all made in a nut free facility. They come in 18 delicious flavors. Each one of these can be found at BuiltBar.com. And if you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get 20% off of your order. And don't forget about Built Bar boost drink powder and built go energy shots all of this again can be found at builtbar.com and don't forget that promo code locked on to get 20 percent off of your order welcome to the second half of locked on mariners Here once again is your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thanks once again, J.M. We are smack dab in the middle of another mailbag episode, the first of uh, at least a two-part mailbag uh, session here with John Miller and Clive Braithwaite IV. But before we get back to it, gang, you know the holidays are about giving. So I'm going to give you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked on Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red-hot to start the season, which doesn't begin until April, but he shares a lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today, wherever you get your podcasts. Now we're going to get back to those emails. We kind of half-answered the uh, first question in the first half of the show, which was actually a carryover from the last time Jason Hernandez was on the show, and I now toss back to my personal secretary, Clive Braithwaite IV.
2: Before I reread the email... I want to say that if you two go to town like Jason and DC did, then this will be the first episode in the history of this program that doesn't have any baseball talk whatsoever. And judging by the tangent DC went on about drummers, I think that's most likely going to be the case.
0: That's fine with me. To
2: refresh your memories, the question was from Daniel in Republic Washington. He asked, who is your favorite classic rock band or artist?
0: You know, I go through phases, John, so I, I could give about three dozen answers to this question. I'll let you go first, but you might also be able to give three dozen answers.
1: I, I probably could.
0: <laughs> then I'll, I'll, I'll start to name some of my favorites. You know what? I'll tell you guys, the first record, or CD actually, because I'm not that old, the first album that I bought with my own money when I was 14 or 15, I guess, I think I was 14, I was, I was 14. It was uh, Steely Dan's Greatest Hits, and always loved Steely Dan. I'm definitely more of a hard rock type guy, John, but I do have a place in my heart for Steely Dan. They they were very, very talented, and I, I, I loved their songs.
1: Oh, incredibly talented. Great band.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Back then, my favorite song by them was the one that classic rock radio would play most often, Do It Again. That and Reeling in the Years were the two Steely Dan songs that KJR-FM would would play, but they had so many other great songs. KJR, you know, a, a greatest hit station. They weren't really a classic rock station. They didn't dive deep into people's catalogs, but Steely Dan, they, Don't Take Me Alive, a great song. With a Gun is great. Bad Sneakers, black friday it could go on and on and on kid charlemagne is another one they had so many great songs that i know i'm leaving a lot out but they also had they had a unique sound too and none of their songs were really like one another aside from what was on their other first album but most of their songs almost all of them are so unique and different from one another hey 19 another great song i just thought of Uh, john what are some of your favorite steely dan songs
1: well, I, I don't just want to parrot you, but... That's
0: all right. You can if you want I to. I would
1: have to say probably Do It Again and Reeling in the Years would spring to mind.
0: Yep. Those are the two. Those are the two songs that most people think of when they hear the name Steely Dan. Those are their two most well-known songs at the very least. Um, I love Steely Dan. Don't get me wrong, but... John, you know I'm definitely more of a hard rock type guy. Even as I go in and out of my phases, the three bands that I keep going back to most often are Dokken, Vixen, and Striper. Not necessarily in that order, but I definitely like that 80s heavy metal, but that wasn't the question. The question was classic rock, and one band that I keep going back to that does fit into the classic rock mold, so to speak, 38 Special. I love 38 Special, John.
1: Oh, geez. I have to think of 38 Special now. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's like Jeopardy!
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I'll talk about 38 Special then. And I'm really not that much of a Southern rock person, but for some reason, 38 Special just does it for me. I, I, I can't explain why. Um, I like Deep Purple, I've really been getting into those aggressive style keyboards lately and I'm not sure why more bands didn't utilize them but it was a very unique sound for them in the early 70s and late 60s those bands, the Deep Purples of the World um, Blue Cheer, Rainbow who were kind of like in the infancy of, of heavy metal and if it wasn't for them you know, heavy metal would sound so much different. Blue Cheer and Deep Purple, especially. Those are also some of the bands that I really like. So I'll ask you this, John: um, What are some of your favorite classic rock bands? Because I I, ha- I can go off a little bit more, but I'll give you a chance to speak first.
1: Well, I have such eclectic taste in music and. You no doubt have heard about some of this, DC. Oh, yeah. My wife will testify to this. I will be listening to Nat King Cole or Frank Sinatra one day, and then I'm listening to... I don't really get into too much modern music, but then I'll be listening to Striper or mm-hmm. Rush or just pick a name. As far as classic rock bands, yeah, I... Tend to come back to something like Led Zeppelin. There you go, yeah.
0: Something we haven't mentioned yet. And another one of those bands who was kind of pro to heavy metal that so many of the heavy metal bands of the 1980s that I listened to were influenced by. Another band I really like, and this may seem like a really obvious answer when talking about classic rock, but it's the honest truth The Beatles. There is not a more influential band out there than the Beatles. I used to listen to them all the damn time, all the time. But I, I I can't anymore because they remind me too much of a specific person from my past. Ditto Tom Petty, another great classic rocker who put out a lot of great songs, and also the Traveling Willberries. I just can't listen to them anymore. The music brings back a lot of memories and feelings that. I just don't need to revisit and I get depressed, but I still claim the Beatles as one of my favorite bands, even though I really can't listen to them anymore, and I still collect Beatles paraphernalia, and I know you know that very well, John.
1: Uh, yes, and I, I, you brought to mind, I was thinking more of the what would be distinguished as the classic rock, and you brought up the kind of the pioneers, if you will, right up there with Elvis Presley.
0: Oh, yeah yeah
1: and i I am big into the oldies so the beatles the rolling stones Mm -hmm. love the british invasion so herman's hermits are also up there if anybody out there has heard of them they are the third biggest band to come out of the british invasion behind the stones and the beatles
0: Mm -hmm. i would throw the dave clark five in there too even though they're not even as well known as the hermits hermits And I'm glad that you also mentioned Elvis Presley getting back to the 50s and really the birth of rock and roll as kind of we know it today. I'm a huge Buddy Holly fan. Another man who died way too young and I would have loved to be able to hear what he would have put out in the 60s and 70s, even going into the 80s. And remember, gang, he was only 22 when, that, when he died in that, in that damn plane crash in 1959. Richie Valens was only 17, and he had a semi-prolific career in that short a period of time. Come On, Let's Go by Richie Valens, one of my all-time favorite songs, as well as his rendition of La Bamba. Love it and I also have to say that I've over the last couple of years um, I've really gotten into more doo and I don't know if that's just because it's so damn fun to sing and I have the voice for it but I love singing doo and I love listening to it now and I couldn't I was not I w- wouldn't be able to say that three years ago my tastes evolve and change and I go through phases so if this email question pops up next year John I may very well give a different answer what about you
1: Oh, definitely, and that's where I claim to have the eclectic taste, because I will be listening to the oldies, and then I will be listening to classic rock, and then I'll be listening to 80s hair metal, Yeah, and it could be one day after another, or it could be a a period of a week or two where I'm just really jamming out to striper and dawkin and then i'm into led zeppelin and i had a pink floyd phase so I, I still like them and then it'll just be okay let's do everything from the british invasion or let uh, also i'm really enjoying doo or mm-hmm. let's go to the motown mm-hmm. sound oh
0: yes so i didn't mean to cut you off john i'm sorry. <laughs>
1: No, no problem.
0: All right. We're already over time, John. I knew we were going to go crazy with this, which is fine. I, you know, we got a whole episode out of one email question. And for the first time in the history of this program no baseball talk other than the trivia question of course which was marginally about baseball but anyways just to wrap things up it's impossible to just name one favorite band some others I haven't mentioned I've been listening to a lot of T-Rex lately Uh, Bad Company is a great one Grand Funk Railroad Hair Metal will always be my favorite but in terms of classic rock which is what the question was and I think we pretty much got it covered oh George Harrison's solo career as well a lot of great songs George Harrison put out some great songs after the beatles broke up i'm gonna stop now i'm gonna stop now because I, I if i don't i'll go another 20 minutes and we don't have the time to do that clive thanks again for reading the emails for us i really appreciate it
2: you're welcome sir
0: all right thank you very much john thank you for joining us as well where can people find you on twitter
1: i can be found on twitter at seattlepilot pilot 69
0: very good, and you'll be able to join us next time, yeah? Definitely. All righty. That'll do it for this one, gang. Thank you for listening. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to Locked On Mariners using whichever podcasting app that you can think of. Follow us on Twitter. It's LO underscore Mariner. Follow my good friend John here at Seattle Pilots 69 Follow me at DC underscore Lundberg. More email fun on the next episode as we delve deeper into the fan mailbag. This is Joey Martin saying join us back here next time for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.